Hello and welcome to Shake It Not Noob, the podcast that's hot, damn hot. I am your teemingly hot, 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 hot host, Fuzzy Dan. And joining me today is a man who is like a cooling ice pack on my genitals. It's Mr. Doody Dutrum. How are we, sir? I'm good. How are you? I'm 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 hot. It's the first hot day of of the year for for Melburnians. It got up to like 37 today. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah. Which is it doesn't sound hot if you're an American. For an Australian, it's still pretty warm. So um, after months of being in cold weather, it's uh, back to shorts and sweating on the couch. Um, yes. <laughs> yeah, it's, 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 it's even worse when you go to gym inside a giant fucking shed. Um, oh yeah. yeah. Yeah, you, you sweat from places you didn't know you could sweat from, like behind the anus. <laughs> behind the... Yes, absolutely. And uh, you, you do you notice your workout routine uh, specifically focuses on the areas of your body uh, that are closest to the giant fans in the room? Is that... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> there is, there is like... Uh, it's been a wee while since, you know, the world's been normal, but you've seen the... You, you've come to my gym, and they've put in this giant Final Destination death trap fan that covers most of the... <laughs> most of the the gym floor and I'm sitting there going how often do you get that looked at I was like no never it's bolted into the roof and I'm like yeah that's that's final destination waiting to happen you might want to get that checked out (laughs) <laughs> yeah, someone like you know bumps their car into the side of the building or something like that. The whole thing just goes, just <laughs> chops yeah, everybody up. You're decapitating like everyone in the gym. <laughs> well, at least you survived, mate. It's been a sweaty hot day, and oh, uh, we are sweaty hot men. Uh, we're very excited to be talking about video games, though, because that's what nerds do when it gets too hot. We stay inside where there is air conditioning and television. Sweet, mm-hmm. sweet television. Um, we are going to be talking about a lot of stuff today. There's no news this week because all of the news is in the form of reviews i do have to mention something that i forgot to do last time though and that is mentioned that we have a sponsor they you are do. culture shock collectibles they are your number one stop for all of your nerdy collectible needs dirty what's the stuff that you've seen that's pretty cool because i've seen some pretty cool things in there now of course yes i've i've ordered my darth maul or maul figure because he's not i don't think he actually goes by darth anymore but i've ordered that that has been released in hong kong about three or four weeks ago so it should hit australian sure. shelves uh should hit michael's shelves i think before the end of the year um of course there is the dragon dagger that i'm still waiting for michael uh hurry the fuck up um <laughs> but also i've ordered the shaken not nerd crew uh funko pops uh, i can't recall if i've actually told you what i've ordered fuzzy you aware no. of what i've ordered okay cool. I, I i did not know so there we it go is, it is it is five characters and each person will be getting a character suitable to their personalities it's and the spice they, girls isn't it wait there's five of those i don't know yeah it should five be spice girls, yeah yeah there it's not a spice girls though. um okay. Yeah, so uh, I've done that as well. Uh, and, of course, there's heaps and heaps of new McFarlane uh, toys that are coming in from, of course, McFarlane Tours in the States uh, to Michael's warehouse. And he does unboxings of the shipper boxes that arrive into his warehouse going, oh this boy. is what they look like. Look at all the accessories. They're available now or they're sold out or we're doing back orders or whatever it might be. Um, <laughs> Come and look at the toys you may or may not be able to purchase. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They've done some really cool shit. I think the ones that I just saw today was the Scorpion versus Raiden Mortal Kombat pack. Uh, which looks pretty cool. So I think it, off the top of my head, it's around 50 bucks, and it comes with both a Scorpion with accessories and a Raiden with accessories. Um, And for, like, you know, those 8 to 12-inch sort of action figures, they're pretty detailed and they're pretty cool. Um, And uh, there's some pretty cool Batman Batman ones uh, out as well with, like, the Batman 2 and stuff. Did you like the uh, the big thick bane that they've got at the moment? Um, The From, what is it from? Uh, Uh, The Last Night on Earth Batman. 
He's yeah, like that, super thick. He's like Hulk size Bane. Yeah, that that uh, that is the Bane that you build when you get all of the figures. So it's sort of like one of those things where like you buy Batman, you get the torso. You get Robin, you get the head. You get ah, yeah. this, you get the legs, sort of thing. Um, it's look, that's a it's a really cool creative and it's a beautiful book. But fuck, it's a boring story. Uh, <laughs> I bought that Fair book enough. being like the premise is fantastic, and then I read it and went, this fucking sucks. Um, I'm fairly sure I give that to my brother for his birthday present, I think. <laughs> Spoilers. <laughs> oh, sorry, buddy. Um, <laughs> there we go. Well, look, uh, Culture Shock Collectibles, they do have a b- bazillion different things that you can purchase, and they are available right now online. CultureShockCollectibles.com, your number one stop for all of your nerdy collectible needs. Now, Dirty, let's talk games, because there's lots and lots of games to talk about. There's loads. We- we are going to go into a bit more depth later on, uh, probably while we're reviewing as well, um, about our new consoles and how they're going and what's happening with them. Um, a bit more of a shakeout from what we talked about last week. Uh, but, Judy, you did get a special edition of a game that you've played this year and loved and continue to love. And now it's uh, it's available in Series X form. Tell us all about it. Yeah, so, um, of course, uh, if, for those of you who aren't familiar, um, the Devil May Cry games from, I th- believe it's Devil May Cry 3 onwards, um, they do the special edition versions of the game. So it's a little bit like when you get Mortal Kombat, you get Mortal Kombat Ultimate Edition. Or Sorry, what? Mortal Kombat! Thank you, uh, sorry, yes, I, I yeah. understand that, yeah. He gets sort of the, the Ultimate Editions of the game that sort of release a year-ish or so later. Um, yeah. Mortal Kombat 11 Ultimate Review coming next week. That's what I'm okay. doing tomorrow night. Um, mm-hmm. But... Uh, it is the special edition version of Devil May Cry 5 that released early last year, I think around March, if off the top of my head. That's when we had Michael on the show when we recorded at a pub. Um, That's correct, yes. So it's the, the special edition version of, of Devil May Cry 5, um, and what the special edition does is, besides being the same great story that Devil May Cry 5 is, uh, it has ray tracing and improved graphics. Um, the game was already beautiful when it released, uh, initially at the start of last year, and now it looks fantastic um so you get like beautiful reflections on puddles lighting dynamic everything is just wow uh on top of that you get to play as the twin brother of dante virgil um and that is the the staple for the series so when the game releases you get you know whatever the story might be and whatever characters you might play as when they do the special edition version of the game the the general sort of uh, rule of thumb is you get to play as virgil uh and play the whole campaign again as the character of virgil um nice yeah so it is. It is. Um, it is a fantastic game because Devil May Cry Five is a. It's a really good, well structured story, as well as it's one of those games that you can just pick up and start playing. You don't need to play one, two, three, and four. There's a prologue video if you want to watch it that just gives you a recap of what's going on, but you don't have to watch it to understand what's going on. Because when characters sure. appear on screen for the first time, it's like Dante, legendary demon hunter. What does he do? Well, he fucking hunts demons. Um, <laughs> it's got like a title card for them. <laughs> yeah, a little bit like. Um, I wouldn't say as loud, but a little bit like Suicide Squad, how it's like, it, it gives oh, you a bit ooh. of information about them. What a comparison. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, what else can I fucking comp- compare to? Uh, Birds of Prey. Um, no, but like, <laughs> it, it gives you like a little a thing. But um, it is a fantastic game. It's a fantastic uh, story. The character development, everything, the soundtrack is is fucking great um but the game of course being a special edition giving us in uh ray tracing and the ability to play as virgil it's great that's cool i'm loving it but the only real negative i have with it is it released too soon to the game's original release uh march of uh last year 2019 
So that's too soon for you. It's 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 a little bit too soon. Um, I feel like what would have been a it's a year and a half, man. It's nearly two years. Like it's really pushing that two year boundary. Like how much time do you want to give it? Yeah, but like the, the, uh, I did do a, video, uh, a review on this as well, a video review on it, and my comparison is to fighting games, especially, of course, Mortal Kombat and Justice, stuff like that. Um, yeah. When you get the ultimate edition of those games, you get 12, 15 different fighters, cosmetics, maps. Uh, in the case of Mortal Kombat 11 Ultimate, you get all the, the story DLC for Mortal Kombat Aftermath included as well. So you get... Yeah a heap of this extra content for you to sink your teeth into outside of just the core game where with devil may cry 5 special edition it's still the fantastic story that you've maybe you've already played but it only adds ray tracing and improved visuals which look fantastic don't get me wrong and it gives you virgil but that's it it doesn't really give you much else it doesn't give you extra story stuff to do well, that's what I was going to ask. Like, the the story's the same. It just you know, new characters doing the exact same dialogue, or well, the 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 way that the game plays out when you're playing the campaign as Virgil um, is you have a introductory cinematic which shows um, a point of view from Virgil's point of view, which uh, you're sitting there going, okay, cool. Well, maybe we're going to have different levels, different layer structures, stuff like that. Um, for for conversation sake, like the 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 uh, intro uh, cinematic might show him inside of a cave and he's surrounded by demons and he pulls out his sword and you're like, fuck you, yeah, I'm going to fight demons in front of, inside a cave. And then it is mission one, chapter one, prologue of the core campaign, but instead of running around as the character Nero, you're running around as Virgil. Yeah, um, okay. And then when there would be a cutscene where he gets his arm ripped off or, or he kills someone or whatever it might be, there's no cutscene. It just immediately like sort of uh, scene transitions straight into the boss fight. There's no real cutscene that goes into it and it's like, oh, it's Virgil interacting with this boss now. It just goes straight into the boss. Um, this, now, okay, I'm just going to ask a very stupid question here mm-hmm. because this seems this seems crazy to me. Why is this not just DLC? Is this like is this like it should be like twenty bucks and you get to play as the other character or whatever it might be? But it doesn't seem like it's adding a lot to the whole equation. Are people having to repurchase the game all over again? Is that what's I, going I, on? I believe so. Now, if I am wrong, of course, please let me know. But I believe you can't own Devil May Cry 5 and then buy the character of Virgil. I Ew. believe if you want to play as Virgil, you get the special edition version of the game. Um, now, that is that is a bit of a, like, hey, I already... like, and, and that's the thing. Like, Devil May Cry has a massive, massive fan base. Um, yeah. The DMC game that we, me and Michael tried to get you to play. Yeah, there's a reason we picked that one, because it's not that great. Um, <laughs> but Devil May Cry 1, 3, 4, and 5, they're visually beautiful, cinematically, everything. It's, it's, it's great. It's easy, it's fun, pick-up play. Devil May Cry sort of pseudo-created the gameplay for all the original God of War games, with the button bashing and combos and shit like that. Sure. Um, but... If you're a Devil May Cry super fan, you're going to love the special edition because you're going to be, you know, you might have only played Devil May Cry 5 once and then you're going back into it after nearly two years off going, yep, and you're noticing all the visual changes and how pretty it looks. Um, yeah. But I, of course, I'm a fan of Devil May Cry. Thanks to Capcom Australia, they, you know, of course, provided provided us a code with it. Um, I asked Mrs. Duty, hey, do you want to play Devil May Cry 5 again? And she went, well, I've already finished it. I know, I know the story. Like, what's the point? <laughs> Um, I, look, the, I'm entirely with you. I'm asking you the exact same questions. Yeah. That seems crazy to me. 
And I said, yeah, you get to play as Virgil. And, and, and she goes, okay, yeah, cool. So it's like a different story. I'm like, no, no, it's the same story. The only ending, uh, the only difference is um, in the story or in parts of the game where you would normally fight Virgil, you don't because you're playing as Virgil. Um, that is a spoiler. The game has been out for nearly two years. If you don't know that, well, what the fuck are you doing with yourself? Um, but- <laughs> It's yeah, so it's like in the end boss fights when you normally fight Virgil in the game as Dante and Nero, you again then fight Dante or Nero as Virgil. Um, yeah, sure. And there's there's some sort of extendedy cutscenes here and there. But look, to return back to the game, if you're a big fan, you're gonna love it. Um, the cutscenes and and the the graphics are fantastic. It is basically the same game, but when you're playing as Virgil, his gameplay is actually really solid. There's there's no hiccups. Everything is incredibly smooth. Um, there's no glitches. There's no technical issues. Like that's how Devil May Cry is meticulously put together. Um, what I would like to see going from the series going forward is Devil May Cry 1. It's a very old game. It was originally made for Resident Evil 4, and then they turned it into Devil May Cry, so it is that old. We're getting a rumoured uh, Resident Evil 4 remaster, remake, HD, like we did with Resident Evil 2 and 3. Let's yeah, nice. get that for Devil May Cry. Like okay. That's what I think they should do as their next thing while they're working towards whatever Devil May Cry 6 might be. Well, um, I mean, it was the year of the remasters. Like, we had a bunch of remasters come through this year, and it's yeah, it's crazy that they haven't been able to do that or haven't chosen to do that. Like, there seems to be a lot of good old story in there that they could potentially pull out and, you know, you know jazzify up to the next gen. And, uh, and, you know, I think there would be a lot of people that would be very happy with it. I mean, look what happened with um, uh, Final Fantasy VII this year. That came out, and, you know, people loved it. You know, new gameplay, new graphics, all the rest of it, and reimagined. Yeah what people you know were playing as kids and yeah they could do absolutely do the same thing with this game it, it, w- it would be like if they made uh final fantasy 7 for the uh for the playstation 5 and the xbox or the xbox series x is supposed to actually get it next year because there was that year exclusive deal but um it's sort of like yeah well you released this great game you know not too long ago it's slightly visually tweaked and there might be a change or two in there like is it worth spending it again if you're a devil may cry fan Yes, you're going to love it. If you've never played Devil May Cry 5 before, um, so in Fuzzy's case, like I would recommend playing Devil May Cry 5 Special Edition on your PlayStation because sure. it's, it's actually going to look like a next-gen game. All the cutscenes are rendered with in-game engine. It's not like you can tell it's a cutscene sort of shit. Um, yeah. it is, it's, it's an easy pick-up-and-play. The story's great. The acting's great. It's, it's still awesome. Um, I think I gave Devil May Cry 5 when it originally released a 5 out of 5. Yep. I'm going to go with a 4.5 out of 5. Now, it's still a great game, but I just think it doesn't necessarily... Uh, it's not doing anything new, is it? It's just the same thing, but prettier. Yeah, it's just it's just giving you uh, Virgil and better graphics. But, like, yeah, it's, it's, it's not... Uh it's not enough they, value for what they're trying. Like I think when it it'll go on sale for like forty bucks or whatever at some point soon. That's when you pick it up. Or if you're a massive fan, go pick it up and play it again. Um, yeah. But if you've already played it and sort of you're going, all right, cool. Well, I can just wait for Devil May Cry Six or whatever will be next in the series, whether it's a reboot or something. I think you can sort of sit on it. Um, but it's still it's still fucking awesome. So I I yeah. recommend it. But it's also like how much of a big fan you are. Yeah, it seems like yeah, it's it's a good case, like you say, for for somebody who hasn't played it before, um, or is just yeah you know, a super fan. I think yeah, it's a great opportunity whenever they do these special editions to just at least you know, oh hey, here's some story you didn't see. Oh, here's the story from this angle. Like that's the kind of thing I would like. I would be expecting from a game like that, um, especially if you're going to make me fork out another you know seventy odd bucks to buy the game full. Um, yeah, it's a it's a little bit disappointing, but uh, yes, there we go.
Yeah. Devil May Cry 5 Special Edition. Um, yeah, excellent. Thank you for that, Dirty. No worries. Any time to play more Devil May Cry. <laughs> um, now, this week I have been playing um, a little bit of the latest release from the Call of Duty franchise. It is Call of Duty Black Ops, Cold War, Zombies, and all the other things that are associated with it. Um, stupidly long name, I know, but let's get into it let's delve a little bit deeper um so anyone who knows um the call of duty franchise rule rules they release the full game um and then they release the black ops game uh in in uh, subsequent years now these ones always have a zombies mode which they've brought back in this one they've got a bunch of different uh, multiplayer modes um different campaigns that kind of thing Mm-hmm. Um, so it's essentially the same package but with zombies uh, which is totally fine by me um, this year they've also included Warzone so you can play Warzone on this if you've got this game and your friends have you know Modern Warfare you can actually play Warzone across both of them so it's that's um, kind of cool it does cross over which is, which is kind of fun um, but uh, yeah if you're into um, into Call of Duty or the zombies one strongly recommend this one because it starts off like like every Call of Duty does you play through a little campaign most of the time these things are like little tutorial missions right it's like a go here here's 50 weapons that you can choose from to complete this level and you know you get to try them all out and see what you like and it's basically teaching you the mechanics of the game um, but this one's kind of a little bit more in depth. So I'd say this story is probably about six to eight hours um, of gameplay. And it's sort yeah. of Cold War spies, nuclear bombs, Russian sl- sleeper agents, like all sorts of stuff. There's some really cool things in here. Um, they've got, you know, uh, Ronald Reagan giving you instructions as the president. They've got this um, Robert Redford looking motherfucker as a CIA agent who's like giving you instructions. It's, it's this really cool Cold War spy action story. Um, it, it's kind of the, fa- it's basically the favorite movie that your dad has in his DVD collection. Uh, that is is what this movie is, uh, this this campaign is. So it's a little bit more in-depth. It's over the top. There's lots of explosions. There's lots of action. There's lots of cool things in here. Um, there's even parts like you can choose to do optional side missions, uh, which will impact how easy or difficult later on missions are. And, you know, you have to actually research things, learn how to break codes and all sorts of stuff and collect evidence from different sites. It's actually quite involved. So... I, I had a really good time playing this. I think it's a different, a really good way to actually do an engaging story within uh, Call of Duty, which they tend to miss out. Um, they did a little bit last year with Modern Warfare. They, they did a really interesting campaign, but I think this one was the next level up. I think it was slightly better. Um, so that's pretty fun. Um, yeah, I think, he- I think when it came to last year's Modern Warfare, you compared that to a Michael Bay film. Explosions yeah. everywhere, it's, it's over-the-top action. Would you say that it is similar in this regards, that, like, you know, say, Modern Warfare might be the marine aspect of a Transformers film where this might be, say, I don't know, a bit more like The Rock or something? Um, uh, look, I, I don't think it's as Michael Bay-y as last year's was. Um, I think this this year is it's a little bit more thought out. Like, there's actually story in there. There's decisions that you have to make that actually impact how the story plays out as well. Um, and there's a decision you make in the last sort of chapter of the the campaign that actually completely changes like what you get. So you actually have to go back and replay it again from a certain point to get the other view and it's okay. it's it's crazy like it's it's really interesting to see um how they've switched those two things through um there's all sorts of different story trees and things that you can go down that impact different little parts of the game uh, potentially some characters dying or living um like 
actual things that happen rather than just feeling like you're on rails. So those Michael Bay, you know, Modern Warfare campaign, it was it was good because it was bigger, but it just didn't have enough story to it. This has story and actual you know things going on, and it's a lot of fun. So. Um, they have a have a really cool um, stealth mission, and I fucking hate stealth missions. Um, but this one was where you were like a, a Russian sleeper agent, and you had to creep around the Lubyanka, which is like the uh, KGB headquarters, and just do like s- secret stuff and kill people and set people up inside the KGB headquarters, which was kind of cool. So yeah, there's there's a lot of fun to be had in this one. Um, I think it's probably one of the best aspects of this game is that they got that part really right. The rest of the game, not so much, <laughs> um, because the um, like this is I think how I remember Call of Duty being back in the day. Um, so Modern Warfare tried to make it a little bit more open, larger maps, all the rest of it, a bit more scale to things. Mm-hmm. Um, this one is is very much um, as soon as you get into multiplayer, it is all tight corridors, uh, very small maps. Um, smaller um, smaller sizes of like competitors so you might have a map with like 20 people but it feels like it's crowded like you know you feel like you're pushing up against people in like public transport on a rush hour like it's, it's just really like you're bumping shoulders you're not you're not quite sure what's going on and then all of a sudden everyone blows up and it happens so fast it's so so fast because it's so uh, such a small area and um, yeah I don't know I just don't I, I kind of think it's uh, the the pacing of it's lost a little bit um so if you go and play from that you go and play a little bit of warzone warzone's like huge open maps um you know lots of areas to run around in different weapons all the rest of it it's actually nice there's a nice pace to it whereas this is tight corridors you just shoot and ask questions later um so yeah if you're not ready for a run and gun you know like relentless fucking experience then this is not the game for you it's it's this one's being uh, has been developed by Treyarch. I, yes. Last year was Infinity War. Yeah, uh, Infinity yep. Ward. Um, so it, it it seems that Infinity Ward do more of the bigger class or larger class combat in regards to just you know generic multiplayer where yeah, yeah. Treyarch seem to do the the tight knit close quarters. Um, yep. My big question when it comes to it's a pet peeve for me when it comes to Call of Duty <laughs> games, but they did it at World of War, which was one of Treyarch's first or earlier games was in multiplayer versus team deathmatch all that sort of stuff like that if you point blank shot someone with a shotgun or was close range to a shotgun they exploded into bits and their arm fell off their leg <laughs> fell off whatever it was when infinity wards one was like you just fall over you just get and fall over does yeah. do you know if, uh, do limbs come off in multiplayer or was it story not only? that i've not that i've seen there's there's a fair bit of gore in the uh, the campaign mode, um, but not so much in this one. Um, in the multiplayer mode, it tends to just be. I mean, look, it's it's still quite pretty, um, and you know you, you can tell that that shots land and you get hit and all the rest of it. But there's no sort of body parts or anything flying off. I think it's it's just probably over the top um, compared to what you could probably do with it. But look, yeah, it's fine. It looks it looks totally fine. I think yeah, as as much as going as is going on graphically within those moments it's like it's understandable that they haven't chosen to to go down that path um it's just there are every two seconds is another explosion going off or you know some sort of you know napalm drop happening over your head it's like it's just always happening it's always on the go there is never a moment to stop and i think that's that's probably what they wanted right all that action all the time um so yeah i think it's um it's very interesting there's a lot of um 
different weapons. Obviously, this is set in the Cold War period, so sort of very 80s. And um, so the, the, the weapons kind of uh, go towards that, mostly within the, the multiplayer areas. So um, you, you mostly want to be looking at things like, MP, uh, like your MP5s or anything within the SMG class because you just don't have time for anything else. Like there's no time for bloody sniper rifles or anything like that. Even though the options are there, you just you need a you need an SMG to be really really quick at at these things. So yeah, um, with maps so close, like what's the point of having a sniper rifle option in that in that instance? Like maybe a rifle where you could have iron sights or or, uh, or red dot or something. But like yeah, what's the point of having a sniper rifle with a times twenty four scope? In a short map? <laughs> There's I, I don't think there was maybe one or two occasions where I saw a sniper out there, but they were clanned up, so they had a bunch of dudes with them. So I'd imagine if you've got a good clan, a good group of people with you, um, and you're actually communicating well, and you've got people defending you you could set up a sniper at a certain point um the map angles are, are, are that close though that you know on the angle that they're sniping on i could actually hit them quite easily with the smg so it's you know yeah they're, they're, there's pros and cons to it i think you need to be in a really good team environment to actually be able to do it though effectively and um, do they still use the the pick 12 system or whatever it was where you you can only have so many attachments or so many grenades or upgrades or something like that before you've you've run out of i think it's like 12 allocations or something uh it's it's five i think um they started a modern warfare and it's uh, five again for this one okay um, yep. so it's i mean look you know and it's same thing again you level up you know whatever guns you're using it's totally fine i think the the systems that they've used in here are pretty good um it's very uh everything feels like a little bit different from uh, modern warfare though i think the menus are slightly more streamlined which makes it a little bit easier to get around mm-hmm. um you just have to deal with everything being slightly washed out it's like they've got this um i don't know this like everything looks like it's been soaked in tea it's just this very sort of pale brown look or oh, yellowy yeah, brown like look. old photo sort of thing yeah kind of that and that's the kind of vibe you know like an old dossier like that's the 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 feel that you get is this is a an 80s game it's like you know your dad's dusted off his old atari and he's gone here's a game i used to play when i was a kid it's it looks like that but with modern graphics so very very interesting how they've done it um but yeah so look there's lots of cool um different game modes in here so Typical multiplayer stuff for Call of Duty, but they also have VIP es- uh, escort, um, and they've got some larger scale maps, which just didn't really work out with the the type of game that they've got here. But VIP mm. escort, a lot of fun as well. Um, what's but yes, uh, what's, what is VIP? I'm, I'm not familiar with what VIP escort is. is oh, okay. Uh, so uh, you basically have one person in your team is de- is is uh, assigned as the VIP, and everybody else in that team has to protect them and get them across the map. Um, so yeah, the VIP uh, essentially has one life. Everybody else can sort of respawn uh, at various points, but um, yeah, the other team is just basically trying to take out the VIP. Um, can can the other team constantly see where the VIP is at all times, or it's like uh, it's one of the players? We're not telling you who it is. And pretty much that's one of the players, but you can, once you sight them, you can ping them and then they pop up on the map and yeah, people know. And like, it's very obvious, like everybody else is kitted out in sort of army gear and the VIP is just running around with like a handgun. So it's very obvious who the VIP ah, is at that point. So, um, that's kind of yeah. cool. Yeah. Look, it's, it's a lot of fun. I think it's a really interesting take on some of those maps, especially for the short play times. Um, I think. Um, you know, if you if you wanted longer play times in you know in your first person shooters, you go to games like you know uh, Battle uh, Battlefront, like that kind of thing. They they play for a while, they go a little bit longer. Um, Call of Duty Modern Warfare is a, a slightly more condensed experience, but this one you could be in and out in like fifteen minutes. I've got fifteen minutes before I have to go out. I can play a quick game. Like it's it's really quick. Um, yeah. 
when you can find a game. Some I had some issues with the matchmaking early on, but I think it's fine now. Um, I do also have to talk about zombies because everyone loves zombies in this game. Um, yeah, it's fine. It's it's totally fine. Um, they've they jazz up the weapons in this mode, so it's kind of like um, 80s sci-fi. So there's all sorts of laser guns and all sorts of weird things like. It's fine. I used to like Zombies Mode just fine. It was it was kind of cool. It was kind of creepy. Now they've turned it really kitschy. Um, yeah. Kind of feels like they've they've crossed Call of Duty with Destroy All Humans. It's that like weird oh, energy yeah. weapons and stuff like that. And it's you know these zombie hordes that you know just appear out of nowhere. Like if they had zombie hordes coming from a particular direction, or here's the thing, here they come from. That's fine. But they just sort of appear out of the floorboards for no reason. So I don't know. I I played you know half a dozen matches of zombies and i just could not get into it um and i know people love it and you know that's one of the reasons they get black ops it's it's not for me i think they they've got better game modes within the game itself that are worth spending your time on and uh zombies is not it um yeah so fair yes. enough then yeah yeah uh but there you go look I, I think it's a really fun game i um i, I would say that it is it does Everything that uh, Modern Warfare does, just slightly less, um, except for the campaign, which it knocks out of the park. So, yeah, it's, it's this really weird thing of, like, the campaign's really good, but you don't play COD for the campaign. You play it for the multiplayer, and it's it's really hard to, to bump it up based on that. Uh, but I did give this a, um, a 4 out of 5. I think it's still a really good uh, COD game. I think uh, anyone who's enjoyed COD will enjoy this one. I will note that the file sizes are uh, fucking ridiculous. Again, um, so so this one is up to 190 gigabytes um, to handle the entire game on the next-gen consoles. Uh, not as bad as what I found on um, the uh, Modern Warfare on the new consoles. I tried to load that up. Full game with zombies in there, 260 gigabytes. Fuck that. So, Sorry. Uh, yeah, that's, that's for a PS5. Uh, that is over a third of the storage. Um, so no, <laughs> no, 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 that, no. It's, it's it's what I don't get as well. Like, I'll, there's no I'll, need. I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll get into it on another episode. Uh, we don't have enough time to, for me to get into a tirade <laughs> about Activision. But look, I, I just want to I want to talk about it just from uh, from one aspect of uh, mm-hmm. like if you're going to do that, at least allow me to comp- compartmentalize this. So if I play through the campaign, great campaign's finished. You know, delete. 20 gigabyte or whatever it might be you know delete that part of the game i don't want to play warzone for example that's not my cup of tea you can take that out that could save like 80 gigabyte of space like just there's there's a bunch of stuff that you could choose to move out but they don't let you you should have the option to delete those things if you don't want them and they they just want the whole thing in there and it's literally like when i loaded up modern warfare i had to delete other stuff out of there to make space for it it's so fucking stupid so yeah no thank you very much if the next game comes through like that i just i don't know if i want to play it it's fucking silly yeah i uh speaking of uh, warzone i played my first round of Fortnite during the week and i came Ooh. fifth Ooh. so uh, i was pretty happy with that i was running around as ghost rider with a giant fucking flaming skull and i came fifth um, so very <laughs> proud of me paul <laughs> <laughs> so proud <laughs> Yeah, look, uh, I mean, they, they are interesting games. But, yeah, if you if you like Call of Duty, if you, uh, I think this is one of those games that you could probably skip over unless you're a Black Ops fan and you're specifically playing it for um, the zombie stuff. Uh, this yeah. is uh, a lot of fun otherwise. Uh, but there we go. Um, let's talk about other things, though, Duty, because I've talked a lot. Let's talk about your experience with the Sexbox. How's it going, buddy? 
it's going really, really well. Um, I've had no issues or, or problems or, or anything in regards to it. The original uh, or the controller that came with the console is still in its plastic in the box um, because <laughs> I'm using my Elite, uh, and that is Mrs. Judy's controller. But um, the only real negative I've had with it so far is, of course, um, they uh, when they when they uh, when you unbox the the Series X and you set it up, and with any new console when you set it up, the uh, they recommend using your phone. Uh, there's a new Xbox app which is awesome because you can see when your friends are online. You'll get uh, notifications on your phone as you know as if you got a text message saying like this game is on sale this game is finished downloading um whatever it might be um the only negative i found with it is there's no option to redeem a code on the app um so if uh, yeah if- i found the exact same thing on the uh, the playstation app so yeah we're getting yeah. all the notifications through which is fantastic like i've actually not used the playstation app before because it's been so shit what it is now is completely different. It's so good. Like the connectivity is great. But yes, no. Where's the where's the spot to redeem it? Like I had to go online um, or onto the um, the PlayStation to actually redeem a code. Yeah, it was it was weird as well because Xbox used to have that option in their Xbox One app. Um, so for their Series X app, they don't have it. You can search games and find the games, and then you know opt to purchase them. But there's no option in the storefront page to redeem a code which i I thought was weird um the quick resume has been uh, fantastic uh so Mm. for the series x you can have five games essentially sitting idle um and you can swap between them and honestly assassin's creed valhalla has been the best palette cleanser for everything i'm playing um so uh i i finished uh little hope on my series x the uh, the dark pictures game i went cool i need a palette cleanser clicked onto assassin's creed valhalla within two seconds i was exactly where i left off i was running around throwing axes at people's faces um i went all right cool i need to do devil may cry 5 let's play some devil may cry 5 played that finished it you know did did all everything i needed to do with it uh and then cool i need a palette cleanser hit the guide button went on to assassin's creed valhalla straight immediately back into it there was it didn't skip hasn't skipped a beat um it's it's been fantastic for that um it it did take me a little bit of time to get used to there is dynamic backgrounds now for the for the xbox yeah it's only one dynamic background but it's just color waves moving around and shit Uh, yeah every time i turn on my xbox i think it hadn't signed me in and i'm sitting there going sign me in sign me in this thing's fucking broken sign me in i'm like oh wait i changed my background (laughs) that, 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 that is me um I did find it weird. There's no optical port on the back of the Xbox Series X as well. Um, it is just Do USB ports. Do you use ports. it at all? Or? Yeah, well, I've, I've got an Astro A50 headset, which uses USB ah, yep. and optical. Yeah. Um, so when I went to set it up, because they said, yep, everything that worked on the, the Xbox One works on the Series X. And I went, where's the optical port? Um, I can't use my headset. And then you you know, you know update the firmware by plugging the headset into the computer, and it, it just everything runs through the USB port. It's um, it's odd because I know, I know the PS5 also doesn't have an optical port, so um, yeah, definitely not something that they've chosen to do for this gen. Yeah, it's it's whether whether optical ports are redundant now as well because I um I just got my uh, I got a gaming monitor essentially, um so when Mrs. Duty and I get a, get an actual house house the TV is hers I can play my Xbox through this <laughs> gaming monitor, uh, and there's no optical port on that either, so it's it's just HDMI ports and uh, and another computer port and that's it. Um, mm. It's, it's really interesting though. Like I've I use a um a, like a, a Bluetooth dongle for my headset, and I still yep. get seven point one surround on those as well, which is pretty amazing. Um, to uh, to use in some of the games, it, 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 you can definitely hear the sound coming from everywhere, and that works fine. So I don't know if they've updated like how it gets transmitted, um, but yeah, it works fine on um, on the Bluetooth dongles. 
Yeah, yeah, I've got like a, a charging dock station sort of thing. So when sure. I'm not using the headset, it just throw, gets thrown onto the, like this, Yeah, you put it onto the stand, it starts charging, everything is, is sort of fed through this sort of charging dock station. Yeah. Um, the only real negative I have with the console in regards to its console launch is, of course, PlayStation 5 has Miles Morales, uh, Spider-Man as one of, its, uh, one of its games. And if you look at the footage of even just, I think it's the menu screen where he's in the subway um, of uh, Miles Morales on PS4 and PS5, it's, it's sort of night and day in comparison to it. You're going, oh, whoa, yeah. <laughs> look at the <laughs> difference between 4 and 5. It's really and good. X- <laughs> Xbox needed something like that. And of course, you know, you've got Watch Dogs, you've got uh, uh, Assassin's Creed Valhalla, Devil May Cry 5, uh, Gears of War 5, or Gears 5, as it's known now, has a, a Series X, a Series S upgrade, which I've upgraded to as well to see that. Um, and that runs at 120 frames per second. Um, it is incredibly fucking smooth, but it's still not a Xbox Series X game. Mm. And I think that's one of the only things that's that's really got me sidelined a little bit, like the idea of getting not only a, you know, when the PlayStation 4 and the Xbox One came out, we got Assassin's Creed Black Flag. That yep. was awesome. You could yeah, easily yeah. tell the night and day difference. When I played Valhalla on the Series X for the first time, I'm like, oh, it's it's beautiful. It's fantastic. The loading times are uh, fucking irrelevant, but it, 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 looks, it looks better than the Xbox One. Um, but there's no game that is like, this is made for the Series X. There was mm. the Falconeer, but I don't really count that. Um, <laughs> yeah, indie games don't count. Yeah, look, yeah, I mean, it needed a showcase game. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I think that's one of the big strengths that uh, that's come through on the PS5 is having you know a couple of those, which have been really fun um, to to play through. They're unique. Admittedly, I've actually been playing a lot of um, last gen games that have been had that upgrade. Um, yep. And <laughs> I will admit that it was about two days uh, into playing Assassin's Creed Valhalla that I realised I was still playing the PS4 version and still thinking and it, it still was amazing. Looks great. It's yeah. still, it, it looks better. And then you play it on the you, you upgrade the it looks like twenty five gig to update it. And yeah. um, and the file size for that though is still like eighty gig. It's nothing. It's like I look at those bigger games and I go, that's that's a fine file size. That that's totally fine. And it looks amazing. It looks spectacular um, with that, yeah, with the new graphics. It's so good. Yeah, it's it, it, it's interesting. Like that's how you do a game, Activision. You upgrade and then remove redundant files. Yeah. Um, so it's. Yeah, but, they don't it, care. <laughs> yeah, no. but like, I, I will say, like, um, I did both upgrades for um, for Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Um, I also did it for the uh, NBA Two K Twenty One, and yep. both of those, like the like the. They are the games that I think they wanted to release all along. Like I gave, you know, 2K21 a pretty, you know, average review this year and said the game had got a little bit stale. The game that is now like all the menu systems have changed, the controls are different, the adaptive feedbacks all all up and running. It's it's amazing. It's the game that they intended to release. They just went two months early so that they could get a you know a game out in the middle of the year and make some cash. So it's just it's incredible. It's chalk and cheese the the difference between those two games. Yeah, and I think I think yeah that's that's been the only real thing that's hurt the. Uh the Series X is like it. It needs something that is its own title. Like, yes, there's you know, fucking basketball and all that sort of stuff like that. But like, you're you're comparing 
you know, NBA 2K21 on a PlayStation 5 and a Series X, they've got to look pretty much the same. Yeah. Um, where you want to have a game that is built for the Xbox, um, not to put the, the system under strain or anything, but, like, this is what we made, you know, for a day one launch title. And not having Halo, not being a big Halo fan, but not having Halo sort of hurt it a little bit. Um, but... Honestly, I'm, I'm loving it. I'm having no problems with it. I'm turning my, you know, as I'm getting ready to, to record a video or something, I'm using my phone to uh, uh, wirelessly turn the console on. Um, yeah. <clears throat> I'm using my phone to actually check the status of downloads as they're going. Yeah. Um, so it's it's been great like that. I think they've learned their lesson from the Xbox One when they tried to originally market it as the all-in-one entertainment unit, where it's like, it can do this, and you can use it for Skype calls, and this and that, where this time they're going, we're not doing that again. It's gaming. That's what yeah. it's for. It th- That's all it needs to be for. If you want to use it to watch Netflix, fine, you can. Uh, we're not telling you you can't or you should, or we're not encouraging you to download, you know, or they are giving you a month free of Disney+, Plus, but they're, they're not going... Uh, and it comes with a camera, and you can do this, and you can do this. It's like, no, it's gaming. That's what it's for. That's what you're buying it for, because most TVs are smart TVs now. Um, I'm having a lot of fun with it. Um, I uh, I know uh, a friend of ours, Oz, uh, is contemplating whether to get the PlayStation 5 or the Series X. He has said he's going to get both, but he doesn't know which one to get first, because he <laughs> wants to play Ghost of Tsushima on the PlayStation 5. Yeah. Um, but he also wants to, to you know, the, the, the draw of Game Pass is a big thing. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, Look, it's, it's interesting. I, I don't know if I can give it a score, though, because it's, it's a bit of hardware. No, 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 don't. Let's not do that, because then there'll be the inevitable comparisons and all the rest of it. And there, there's going to be dickheads in the next few months going, oh, these people won the, the consoles war, or at least at launch time. Go fuck yourselves. Like, there is no war. But both, I think this year, it sounds like both uh, companies have released amazing consoles that the fans wanted, and everybody seems to be happy with it yeah i mean and, and crossplay is a big thing now yeah so i mean go fuck yourselves no console war we, we don't want to hear it um no scores no scores but yes yeah, so there we go <laughs> i'm glad that you're enjoying it. i really want to to hear what's going on with the new controller though please take that out of the plastic for next week at least try it out tell us how it feels because you know that's that's this is the new gen this is the next thing we need to know. Yeah, the people I've, need I've, to know. I've got everything sort of set up on my on my elite. Um, oh, not that I use the Formula One <laughs> setting on my elite anymore because we've I've, you know we've both got steering wheels. Yeah, that's what I might try is the steering wheel next. Um, oh, I haven't yeah. I haven't tried that out yet. Um, I know Formula One twenty twenty just had an update, uh, and in those patch notes they turned down the performance of all Ferrari engines. So I'm, I'm keen to, to give that a crack. <laughs> of course they did. Uh, there we go. Well, thank you for that, Teddy. Um, yes, look, as, as you've been playing that, I've been getting used to my PS5, and mm-hmm. uh, I, I, I've i got to say, I've not been this excited about the performance of my console um, since, shit, probably the PS2. I had a lot of fun with the PS2. I thought it was great. Um, but yes, like it just, it just hit every point that I need it to. Yes, it looks giant. Yes, it is giant. Um, it looks weird. Um, I, I found a nice home for it in my TV cabinet. I think it looks fine now where it is. I lo- I'm, yeah, I just, it's everything that I wanted from a console and and so much more. Especially after you know we've had all of the overheating and loud fan noises issues with the PS4 and people the PS4 blowing Pro. fucking smoke into machines as well, <laughs> trying to fucking make themselves popular on the internet. Yeah, well, who would do that? Um, yeah, like I mean, there, there was some massive issues with that last gen of consoles with that overheated. They obviously took that a lot more seriously and put the biggest fucking fan they could find into the box. And you know, it's it's whisper quiet. It's so good 
there are the load times are gone um the 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 whir of the engine as it takes off as the graphics you know start getting more intense is gone yeah yeah i haven't noticed that same yeah 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 there's nothing there's it's it's just a really fun experience that gets you into games really quickly uh, really easily it makes it easy to upgrade i i don't know what's going on at the moment with like downloads and shit as well like you know i had previously upgraded my internet and had um hardwired and like land cabled into um my my ps4 uh, ps4 and the load times were terrible it was just it was still slow i used to get lag all sorts of issues whatever's going on on the playstation network at the moment is phenomenal because i'm downloading you know crazy speeds there's no issues with dropouts like no problems playing online games like whatever they've done maybe it's just because europe's not online yet we'll find out this weekend because <laughs> yeah i think europe came online like today so um if europe fucks it up for us i'm just going to say europe start your own fucking network um it's been really great without you but um, but it's like it's I've noticed like none of the problems that I've had previously. Like it seems they've they've gone and addressed all of those pain points that we used to have on the PS4s, um, and they've said, well, we need to address that specifically, and let's you know if we can do all of that, we'll make ourselves the best console we can. And I think it's great. It's just so much fun. And you know, you've talked about you know console exclusives, obviously Miles Morales. Boy, oh boy! If you um, if you loved the first Spider-Man game, this is everything about that, but more. It's 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 slightly better. It looks amazing. Um, there's just a, there's new characters, new stories, uh, new powers, new fun to be had. Like it's it's. More I did watch the ending. I did go online and watch the ending because yeah. Uh, I, I, for me, I've got that mentality of it isn't a game; it's a DLC. Um, <laughs> But I did want to know sort of the ending because the ending, you know, end credit scene of, of Spider-Man 4, yeah. Spider-Man 4, Spider-Man on the PlayStation 4 was a big deal. Um, and I wanted to see if that had any movement in this. Um, so yeah. I went and looked at the ending and the end credits and stuff. And it's, it's making me go like, okay, cool. Maybe, you know, whatever the next Spider-Man game, whether it's an actual DLC or whether it's a, an actual full game, maybe you get one person's Peter Parker, one person's Miles Morales and you can do fucking co-op. That would be rad. It's yeah. like, yeah, there's a truck speeding down the street. If you're both there, you can just web it up. It'd be pretty good. I think there's a there's a lot of um, room for expansion on this one. I th- I found I'm still only about halfway through um, as far as completions concerned. Um, I'm finding it's going it's moving a lot quicker um, than the Spider-Man game on PS4. Mm-hmm. I think there's there's definitely feels like less story here as far as like uh, you know content's concerned but i think they've put so much into that first spider-man game that's crazy like looking back at it now i go wow that was a lot this is uh, still a it's a more condensed story but i think there is still a lot to love about it so um i'll be playing more of that and giving some more thoughts on that next week but i'm really enjoying it and as a console exclusive title fantastic it's uh i mean i know you got you know you got my old P, uh, ps4 as a spider-man machine i don't know if this is one that you would buy a ps5 for but it's definitely nice to have as part of the package um, yeah, the the thought did cross my mind about you know when they when they do release well how I'll have more in stock for PlayStation Five. It's like, do I get one? It's like, well, I don't use it for Spider Man. Like <laughs> at the moment, maybe I'd play Ghost of Tsushima. I definitely wouldn't play like The Last of Us or anything. Like that's that's not my jam. Um, but no, it's, but they've, it's, they've it's, got yeah, enough in there. There's there's some really cool stuff. So there's um, Demon Souls, which uh, I know a lot of ooh, people yeah, are getting there, into. There is the rumor that the company that did Demon Souls is going to do a Metal Gear Solid One remake. 
that would be interesting. Um, yes, yeah, so, uh, uh, look, it's a it's an incredibly tough game. It is incredibly beautiful, and the controllers and how that maps to. I mean, I haven't talked about that. I talked about it a little bit last week. I want to just highlight again. This controller mm. is one of my favourite controllers I've ever played on. I think it's just fucking incredible. Um, the amount of thought and effort's gone into it, even even though it's got a fucking touchpad still. Um, the amount of effort and just design that's gone into it, it's just so cool. I love this controller. Um, the the way that they use the haptic feedback and the adaptive con- like um, bumpers, it's just crazy. I've played, um, especially in games like Demon Souls, NBA uh, 2K21, like you know, things happen and you can feel like the triggers tightening or loosening or you know, the, things happen and it, you feel connected to the game in a really new way and it's really fun. Um, and they do have, um, as part of you know purchasing the the PS5, you do get Astrobot. So like a, it's kind of like a walk through the history of PlayStation kind of game, but it also shows the new features of the PS5 and the controller, and it's just crazy. It's just so much fun. It's a light way to introduce yourself to the next generation, and they they do such a good job. So I think there's a lot of really cool content in here. I know Sackboy's done quite well for a lot of people as uh, as well. Um, so if you're into those games, they're in there as well. Um, I think Godfall was the other one. Um, Godfall, that, yeah, that was that yeah. was an exclusive. Yeah, um, that has been fairly roundly panned, I believe, at this point in time. Um, so I don't think people are enjoying that at all. Um, might not be quite the uh, spectacular that they thought it was. But I think, like I said, yeah, Miles Morales, Demon's Soul, Sackboy, um, Astrobot, like there's, there's four exclusives they've got right there, plus the upgrades for the other stuff. You've got more than you need. Like, you know, I'm, I'm happy right now to wait until Cyberpunk before I purchase a new game. Like that's, yeah, uh, I've got so much backlog at the moment that I need to go through that before I get on to that next round. Yeah, because Cyberpunk will, will be the next sort of palette cleanser. Now, does does the PlayStation 5 have a, sort of a, a quick resume? Sort of, can you play uh, have multiple games sitting idle on the fly? Uh, um, it's something similar to that. I don't think they call it quick resume. I think that might be like an Xbox, you know, TM kind of thing. But yep. um, it's very similar to that. Like I've, the only trouble that I've had getting back into a game is with two K twenty one, because it has like um, a constant network connection thing. So you need ah. to connect and obviously understand. Oh, yeah, you're either not connected or not. And every time you get into the game, it's like a, it kicks you back out to the main menu to start a, you know, to start that connection process again. Mm. So that's a little bit of a peeve, but that's one that's always been a problem with um, with NBA games. But otherwise, like super quick to get in especially i really do enjoy the um like getting into miles morales because essentially what happens is when you get into the game the the opening title scene or the the menu scene is miles on a subway and Mm. before you like the screen goes black and before the things start coming on you hear like a text message beep and miles it's in the next part is miles morales picking up his phone and standing there on the subway so it's like this whole this really connected way with how you get into the game which is really interesting so yeah it's just it goes really quick like you're into a game in you know 20 seconds like it's it's that quick that you wouldn't even notice um, yeah. Likewise yeah, yeah. with um, Valhalla, like we had problems initially on the old gen when like you know loading or fast traveling between sites. Yeah, it's it, you know five to ten seconds in your fast travel or five to ten seconds and you load it up. Like it's that quick and it looks that much better. I don't know how they're doing it. Like I just don't know how they're doing it and maintaining the level that they are. So it's pretty cool. But it, 
Yeah, that, that that's also the thing though as well. Like because it's it's technically it is a, a PlayStation Four Xbox One uh, title that as of course it's getting the the new consoles are kicking the shit out of it because it's like oh yeah we can load here in two seconds that's fine. Why well, I'm interested to see what the next Assassin's Creed game is or or what's going to be the first game that yeah. is only for PlayStation 5 and, and Series X. It's not going to be backwards to PlayStation 4 and the and the Xbox One going like, cool, the console limitations of the previous gen cannot handle these games. Yeah. Uh, and I'm interested to see, like, okay, what's the loading times there? What's it graphically going to look like and all that you know sort of what? stuff? And, and that's the thing, right? Like, they, these, these really show how far that last-gen console was being pushed. Like, they were oh, pushing yeah. hard. And then as soon as you, you go, okay, now we've got some new kit, though, that, that gets, you know, five years old. You know, like, you know, for the PS4 Pro, like, you know, that gets done within the last five years. Now here's something that's, you know, next gen that can handle all this stuff. And you really notice the step up in technology. So it's just so cool. Like, it's just awesome. And I know, like, um, we've talked about, like, high-definition gaming and stuff like that. One of the cool things about Miles Morales, there is an mm. option to uh, to switch between two different graphical modes. So one is called their fidelity mode, which is 4K. Uh, it's 30 frames per second, and it has a whole bunch of like graphical updates, like ray tracing and all the rest of it. Um, yep. But they also have a performance mode, um, which has dynamic features. Uh, it's also got 4K, but it's, it goes at 60 frames per second. So there's different fr- uh, there's different frame rate options and graphics options that are being presented now that we've never had before in in other generations of gaming. So I'm really excited. It's it's borderline pushing into those sort of you know low grade PC um, uh, functionalities. But it's it's pretty cool that you get the options to switch between them. So, yes, very very cool. I love my new toy. I'm very excited. <laughs> I can't get. Well, it. yeah, it's 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 locked ends are starting to lift, so I can check out the PS5. You can check out the Series X. Like oh yeah, that, that's where the that's where the next sort of conversation is going to flow. Like you know, impressions of of the opposite. Uh, the opposite gender <laughs> yes the opposite race um yeah no i think <laughs> I, I i'm really looking forward to actually getting my hands on uh, an xbox at some stage i know that they've talked about um like people like the waiting list for people is till next year um and i know xbox has come out and said yeah we're gonna have shortages all the way through 2021 um it'll be interesting to see like how much has been distributed because i know it's been widely popular um so and everybody who's who's anybody who's got a game, uh, a game console has probably updated at this stage. But it's crazy how many people haven't as well. So very very keen to see how much has been sold and how many people get their hands on them in the next year. I know in the states, uh, places like Best Buy, Walmart, GameStop, all that sort of stuff like that, they have limited stock currently, mm. but they are only being sold in stores on Black Friday. Um, oh, so, motherfuckers. <laughs> yeah, so uh, you, you can go on to the... Because Davo from the Super Movie Bros, he's, he's well, of course, wanting a Series X, um, and uh, he's looked online. He's seen, yep, they have them in stock. He's gone into the stores and asked them if they have stock. They said yes, uh, but they said they were only being sold on Black Friday. I said, well, motherfucker, get in line. Uh, yeah, no, what the, he needs to do is order, like, a fucking hazmat suit of Amazon beforehand, go in wearing that thing, because I tell you right now, that's, like, ground zero for COVID. Like, those things where people, like, fucking punch each other to get a TV. Like, it's... Ugh. 
<sighs> Yuck. Um, yeah, good luck. <laughs> good luck to you, sir. Um, but yeah, so look, I, I think it's really exciting. I, I have put in a um, a pre-order for an Xbox, but I've been told Ooh. 2021. So no firmer date than that. So I've put down no more than $10 because uh, that's about as much as I'm willing to commit to anything at this stage because I'm totally broke. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, look, it, it is a it's a great new generation to be involved with. If you have got the consoles, well done, Ex- and we're excited for you. Play some new games. Tell us how they're going. I'm just excited. I, w- I really want some Xbox exclusives to come out, so you guys have that extra you know, bit of excitement as well. Um, I know, obviously, Halo was the one of the big ones. Obviously, you're not a fan, but you know, just anything, anything. T- give them something, Xbox. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, something that it's it's the equivalent of Miles Morales for Xbox. Yeah. No, no, wait, dude, don't worry, because you get a month free of Disney Plus, buddy. So <laughs> that's fine with me. I'll just watch more Mandalorian. This season's been fucking fantastic. Oh man, tell me about it. So good, love that. I actually, I got three months because you get two months with uh, Fortnite. <gasps> um, so if if you have Fortnite, you get two months of that, and then you get a month with Game Pass. So there you Jeez, go. Just keep buying things to get free disney plus um there we go so look that's that's been our show for this week it's been very exciting oh man i'm so excited like the next gen of consoles are everything that you want them to be it's it's almost like a design choice or a preference choice hey look i just prefer xbox games or you know if you have games pass get a fucking series x if you like playstation games for their exclusive titles get a playstation just pick one of them because they're both really fucking excellent um yeah i, I don't and, think and majority be games will be cross-played as well so it's like yeah, you you're getting through it for the exclusivity like when i assume when formula one 2021 comes out next year it'll be like yeah it's cross-play oh i i doubt that they're going to have any issues with that next time around so yes i'm looking forward to seeing uh more of that cross-play happening in the future for everything so yes fingers crossed there but yes we'll, we'll be back next week to talk about video games and pop culture and more um i, I don't even know what are we going to talk about next week there's i've got Mortal Kombat 11 ultimate next week sorry what and, uh, Mortal Kombat. thank you yes uh, uh, yes <laughs> more yeah, so that and uh, there is the Tachanka rework for Roma Six Siege that I'll be taking a look at as well. Fantastic. I'll, I will definitely do more of Miles Morales in the next uh, week as well. So I'll be able to give you a bit more of a rundown. I know Little Fuzz is playing it now. He's trying to catch up to me on my playthrough and uh, he is loving every second of it. So I'll get a bit of uh, a bit of feedback from him as well so he can uh, pass that on. Uh, but until that time, uh, this is Fuzzy Dan reminding you that uh, if your console's getting too slow, you got to get a new console. <laughs> this is Judy reminding you to play with your PlayStation friends, play with your Xbox friends, and play with yourself. 